Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, joined by Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. Well, it's finally here. After months of preparation, San Francisco is hosting APAC, the largest gathering of world leaders here since the creation of the United Nations back in 1945. The city has scrubbed itself clean and tightened security and will host President Biden and President of China and more than a dozen other presidents and prime ministers. And for more on APEC, the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by California's Lieutenant Governor, Eleni Kunalakis, who is also the former U.S. Ambassador to Hungary, was instrumental in getting San Francisco chosen as the host city and led the fundraising committee to help defray some of the costs of staging this global gathering. Thank you so much for being with us. All right, so you lobbied Secretary of State Antony Blinken to choose San Francisco to host APEC. Why was that so important, and, and do you think San Francisco is up to the task? Well, first of all, let me just say it's great to be with you. It's very exciting. As you noted, I mean, this has been in, in the works for quite some time. Uh, I think I wrote my first letter to Secretary Blinken about 15 months ago, and we've had a year since we've known it's going to be here to get ready for it. So uh, as you said, it's a very, very big deal. More than a dozen, probably closer to 20 world leaders are coming. Uh, they're all flying in over the next few days. Lots of meetings, uh, lots of parties, uh, and uh, really a spotlight on San Francisco and California for the world this week. You will be speaking and participating at APEC this week. No pressure. That's got to be a huge stage for you. (laughs) Have you ever been on a stage like that? Well, there are different stages throughout the weeks, and, and there's different parts of this. But I think what's helpful for people to think about is that This really is President Biden's event. He is the one who is going to be welcoming the world leaders here. So it's essentially like having the White House, the president, his cabinet relocating to San Francisco for five days and hosting all of these people here as as the base, almost like a a five-day capital of the country. So the rest of us, whether it's the mayor who is uh, the mayor of our host city or the rest of us in elected office um, are supporting, playing supporting roles in uh, making sure that uh, that um, people have 
uh, access to us, whether we're on panels or giving speeches or at welcome events, um, really just to help make sure that the entire week's events go well. So from the outside, a lot of these conferences can seem like just a bunch of photo ops and political posturing. What work really gets done? So a lot of work gets done. Um, you know, you mentioned I'm, I'm a former United States ambassador. At APEC is part of the architecture of diplomacy. And these 21 members meet some, uh, in one of those um, member state countries or economies every year. And when the Big Leader Summit happens, there are um, meetings that go on between the principals. So, for instance, um, the prime minister of Japan uh, may have a, a sidebar meeting with the president of Korea. You know, that's, that is the real work that happens is the leaders do their meetings under the umbrella of the events of the week. And then at the very end, President Biden convenes all of these leaders together down at Moscone Center for one big meeting. Another thing that happens every year when this is hosted in whatever country is hosting it that year is protests. And there are many protest groups vowing to disrupt APEC, try to shut it down. How concerned are you about demonstrations? And do you think the world leaders will hear those voices and take some of their concerns into account? Well, again, it does tend to be part of these things. I think it is a little different when you have it in a place like San Francisco and California, where we're known for our democratic activism. Many of the members coming here, their countries don't actually, you know, allow for the kind of open um, expression of dissent that we have a tradition of in the United States. So, so um, the bottom line is that people can peacefully demonstrate, they can uh, make their views known. Um, what the city will be attempting to do is make sure that it doesn't interfere with the ability of the of the conference to proceed. You're a longtime San Franciscan, and uh, the city has really spiffed things up for its uh, moment in the spotlight. Do you think that this is really, uh, it could be a turning point in changing its current image, uh, PR standpoint, which is frankly not going great nationwide, right? Well, it's been kind of remarkable, this kind of San Francisco doom loop meme that's made its way into people's inboxes. But, you know, San Francisco has some real challenges right now. We've had a challenge um, with our homeless population for decades. Uh, but the impact of COVID, COVID with many people in one industry in, in the technology and um, field deciding to either, you know, go home or uh, go live in a rural place where they can work remotely, that has had a real impact on our city and we have to work through it. I think what we have right now is a great opportunity to remind everyone why they like San Francisco in the first place. It is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. There is a lot of history here. Uh, and I think that it, it is a good opportunity for the city and for the state to to elevate um, all the things that uh, that we love about San Francisco. Speaking of the state, you know, as, as you well know, California is the fifth largest economy in the world. It's the largest economic engine in the United States by far. And this event is really about economic cooperation among nations on the Pacific Rim. But are there opportunities here this week for the state to forge new ties and deepen relationships too? 
Oh, it matters a lot to California. You know, we have 500 miles of frontage on the Pacific Ocean. We are the face of um, uh, of the United States toward the Pacific Rim countries, and trade activity and tourism mean a lot to us. About one out of four jobs in California is somehow tied to two-way trade, foreign direct investment, and tourism. So um, for us to be able to host it here in our state, it it really means a lot. But, you know, I I think what's going to be interesting for people to see is this, you know, these high-level leaders of, of major countries. You know, I mentioned Japan and Korea, but the Philippines, Indonesia, China, um, Mexico and Canada are also coming here as is Chile, uh, Australia, New Zealand. To have them come through, uh, I think, is going to remind everyone how interconnected our state really is to global economies. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, California Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis, who was instrumental in bringing APEC here, and she'll be participating in the conference this week in San Francisco. Thanks for being with us. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app. And wherever you get your podcast, you'll hear comprehensive coverage all week long of the APEC Summit in San Francisco. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.